Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Um, we were asked to speak on a topic today, and the topic is, are you hungry? And it's actually um, a fasting topic. Um, we, uh, we have done this in the past, and we've kind of... Adopted a lifestyle right. of fasting. So we wanted... Is this too loud? No. No? It feels like it is. Um, so we wanted to talk about, first of all, what fasting is. And fasting is when you are refraining from food for a spiritual reason. So you're denying your flesh what, it's, what it wants, which is food, in order to hunger after God, hunger after more of him, his presence. If you are going without food and you are not seeking God and praying, and that's not fasting, that's dieting. Um, or cleansing. Or cleansing. However, when you are fasting, you will, you will lose some weight and you will cleanse. <laughs> but if you don't add the praying and seeking God, um, if you don't add that piece, it is not true biblical fasting. So when we fast, we empty out all the junk that's in our lives, like we empty out the trash. God takes out, takes the stuff away from us that got built up from the worldly stuff that we do um, throughout the year or years. Um, I know in our lives we have stuff that we need to empty out now. I'm not talking about you guys, but I know for a fact that it makes a difference, definitely makes a difference when we get cleansed of the worldly things that we sometimes take on and we don't even know we're doing it. We just... It just yeah. it just builds up, and then we go about our lives, and we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing, and sometimes we're we not, don't even realize it. Right, or not doing it as well. <clears throat> right. Um, and when you're fasting, and there are so many different types of fasts, and because I know that there are some people who, um, for medical reasons, you know, many different me- medications that you're on, you cannot abstain from all food. But you can cut out, like, sugar or sodas, um, if you're in a, a season or you've been really struggling with overeating or eating, you know, late into the night, things like that, you, you know, if you're wanting to break those things off physically, fasting is a great way to do that. It does empty out toxins. A lot, I don't know how many people know this. Brian, I heard Brian Connolly say it when he was here and I was like, yay, yes. Medically, um, and this is going back such a long time ago, they would actually, doctors would prescribe fasts for curing certain diseases, especially shrinking tumors. I don't think you hear too many doctors prescribing that anymore. Um, So there are a lot of health benefits that go along, physical Mm -hmm. health benefits that go along with fasting. And so we want you to keep that in mind, but we're also, we really want to hone in on the, the spiritual effects of fasting and just share with you what we've seen over the years. Bear with us. Um, My first fast, you know, Rusty grew up fasting and so he knew about it, but as a married couple, we had never fasted. And this has been, 
I don't know, several years ago. And I had a great relationship with God. I mean, I was learning to hear from him and um, be used by him. And, but I remember it was, uh, it was a New Year's Eve, and some friends had invited us to come to a church service for a special New Year's Eve church service. And on the way there, I just found myself just kind of thinking and pondering, going, you know, Lord, I feel like there's something more. I feel like there's a, a depth and an intimacy that I haven't t- tapped into yet with you. And that was, that's all I thought, and we walked into the church service, and as the pastor began speaking, he said, you know, there are those of you sitting here today who want to go deeper with God, and you're just not sure how to go about that. And I was like, you know, those, you know how you're sitting, and you're just like, wow, they made that message just for me. And he started talking about fasting. And so I turned to Rusty and I said, I want to fast. And we're going to start tomorrow. Which wasn't a good idea. That's not a good idea. But I will say this. There's, it's never a good time to fast. I, right. I, I, just, I don't know why. It just, I mean, Linda and I were talking about it the other day. And it's not that you shouldn't fast. It just seems like there's never appropriate, not appropriate, but like a good time to say, hey, I'm probably not going to be doing anything in this amount of time. (laughs) You'll get invited to dinners (laughs) and parties like you have never been invited to as soon as you decide to fast. Everything that um, like Americans do, we always like, no matter what we do, we eat. We, you know, we celebrate and we eat and there's nothing wrong with that. It just seems like that's why I think sometimes it's never really a good time to not, not that it's not really a good time. It's just like a, it won't feel like, like a perfect it time. It's to never going to be convenient. Yeah. But you know what? God honored my heart to want to get to know him on an even deeper level. So the right. physical aspects that could have happened from going from New Year's Eve, you know, eating a whole lot of food to New Year's Day, not eating anything. Um, we didn't really feel those effects. Yeah, God gave us grace on he that. He really did. It, it, it was a weak fast, and um, really, we'll talk about it probably a little bit later. You should always prepare right. um, for a fast at least three or four days at, um, before the fast to be able to probably eat like lettuce and ahi tuna or whatever. <laughs> um, something <Jake's>. lighter, <laughs> I guess. Um. <clears throat> Some of you are feeling, you know, I was, God brought this to my remembrance a couple days ago when we were thinking about this, about Elijah with, you know, when God took him to the brook and that's where he was getting, you know, water and the ravens were feeding him, but then the brook dried up and it was time to move on. But see, some of us are stuck. We're not moving on and, and that brook is dry and, and we don't know how to move on. I, I'm I, I'm kind of talking about us right now. <laughs> yeah, That's not, how we have felt, and yeah. I know from talking to some of you in here, you know, we know that you're, you're feeling this too. It's time to move on, and it's time for a change. And the other scripture that um, that God talked to us about was Mark two twenty two, which is about the old wine skins, right. <clears throat> and He's wanting to pour new wine into us, but we need, we need new wineskins. We need a fresh encounter. We need a new revelation. We need a new hungering for God 
so that he can give us the new wineskin. He can pour new into us, that we are ready to change and move and go and flow and grow. with his spirit. Absolutely. Good one. Um, fasting prepares us for a new anointing. Um, right. And... <clears throat> How, you don't have don't don't raise your hand and not asking. I'm just kind of speaking. If you're you know if you're out there and you're just like I am so ready to move into something new. I am hungry for it. I feel prepared for it. I just why isn't God releasing me into you know whatever it is, whether it's ministry or business or any number of things. We can feel ready, but see, God already knows what's ahead of us. He knows what's coming, and we and don't. what we can handle. And what we can handle, and what he still needs to prepare for us. Fasting does something. Would, would you mind? I'm just kind of curious. Has anyone fasted before? Okay, good, good, Okay. Fasting does something that I have never experienced in all my, and I I feel very blessed and very fortunate to have had a lot of amazing encounters with the Lord. But fasting takes you to a place that you've never been before, and if you've fasted for any length of time, you know what I'm talking about. You will see things, you will hear things, you will sense things. And smell things. I remember in Florida, well, I remember a time when we were down there, and I could tell you what they were cooking five houses down. <laughs> that is no joke. He's serious. I mean, our, our senses actually heighten more than what, especially on like a longer fast, um, like a 21-day fast or even 30, like a week 40. or, yeah. Um, it's just amazing. I mean, every all of our senses just seem to... I know, I guess the trash gets taken out and we're not clogged or like um, God give us those, like a renewing of our, like yeah. our soul and our, our mind everything's, and everything. Yeah. Everything's renewed. <clears throat> that first fast that we did together, I was crazy. I mean, I was just like, oh my gosh, we got to fast all the time. As hard as it is, and it is, you'll think you're going to die. I think I'm going to die every time I fast. The devil will tell you you're going to die. He, he will. He'll mess with your mind, so you got to get strong. <laughs> um, but, oh, my gosh, how I felt afterwards. Like, I felt like 10 years have been just like, wow, given back to me. I didn't know. You know, when, if you've never fasted before, and I hadn't, I grew up in a youth group that did every once in a while they would do like a weekend fast. I would bring a candy bar because there was no way I was going without food. And, and I wasn't interested in fasting. And there's some of you that are sitting here and you're like, no, nah, you've already checked out. And that's okay because I was there too. When the right time comes, you'll be like, oh, my gosh, let's do this. Um, we want to renounce the natural in order to invoke the supernatural. Yeah, we heard Bill Johnson say this. and oh. It was really good. In our countenance, we will always reflect the nature of the world we are most aware of. Isn't that good? If we live overwhelmed by the difficulties of this world, that's exactly what we're going to project. That's what the world is going to see. And guess what? They don't want really what 
they don't really want that. They already have that. But if we will live with our soul anchored in the reality of God's presence and the reality of his promises, then we're going to always release that into the world. And fasting just takes you to that place where you can just break off all the, most of the stress, the difficulties, the busyness, the distractions, the things that just keep pulling you away from sitting in his presence. And that's what we should be doing. But most of us, including us, we're running. We're running into his presence. Okay, check, got that. All right, good. And we're off. But bless me today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a story of old that's told about a young lumberjack that um, was getting really good at cutting down trees, and he wanted to challenge the older or the uh, seasoned lumberjack that, um, that had been doing it for a long time. So, he, so they got together, and they, um, they set a date, and they started out one morning and started uh, cutting down trees, both of them, just as hard as they could go. And the um, young lumberjack looked over to the seasoned lumberjack, and every every once in a while he'd look over and he'd see him, he'd be taking a break. And he thought, man, I got this. I, there's no way he's going to beat me. I, I, I've got this one. So at the end of the day, the uh, seasoned lumberjack winded up cutting down more trees than what the, uh, than what the uh, young lumberjack did. So he went over and asked him, he said, hey, how come... You cut down more trees than me, and every seemed like every hour you were taking a 15-minute break. He said, well, I wasn't only taking a break. I was, I was sharpening my axe and sharpening his axe. And I think a lot of times, if Linda and I were talking about it, if we, I guess if we, I know that if we stay closer to the God, that he will... He will help us with this, and to be able to keep us sharp, to be able to work easier, mm-hmm. and probably faster too. But more efficient, <laughs> yeah, more effective. That would yeah, probably be the best, be the best word. Um, so if we just remember that, it's not all about like running as hard as we go because we're guilty of that and guilty of that now. Um, because sometimes we seem that our lives are kind of dry and that our prayers aren't as as effective that they should be because we've kind of lost our edge, like the um, young lumberjack that yeah. didn't sharpen his axe. That's, that's, so, that's kind of what's been going on the last couple of years for us is we had adopted a lifestyle of fasting right. because in Matthew 6, I just love Matthew 6, Jesus said, when we fast. Not if. When. And he said, when we give and when we pray. Mm-hmm. You know what? I bet most of us have at least one, if not two of those down. But I doubt that the third, the fasting part, is something that most of us are doing consistently. And when you do, and it is, it's hard. It's supposed to be hard. It, it's supposed to be a sacrifice. If it's easy, you are not doing it right. It is supposed to be a sacrifice. It is supposed to be a struggle. I mean, it just is, or maybe I'm not doing it right because it's a struggle every single time. Well, the times when, you, when you're hungry, we've often said that when the times that you're hungry, you should be praying. And I know that's, 
if you're fasting, that would kind of like be all the time. So that's kind of like the point. <laughs> Not all the time, but when Majority. you're when you're seeking him like at meal times and you're making dinner for your kids or and you and your wife are fasting, um, you know, you can get them started and then you can set that side time aside, like even 10 or 15 minutes to yeah. be able to pray during that time. And, and that's because we're giving up something that our flesh direly sometimes needs and really, really wants. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with eating. I'm just saying that <laughs> we... <laughs> We, um, God knows our heart, and he knows what we give up for him. Yeah. And when we honor him, there's something about hunger that draws God's attention. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, we really need to take authority over our flesh, because our flesh is ruling us and dominion. making decisions for us yeah. that... The Holy Spirit is going, no. And you know what? We're not as sensitive to his no as we used to be. So we're missing things. Um, I can't remember who it was told the story of, you know, when we start to get hard inside because we're just, we're so full of the junk and the world and the flesh and Mm -hmm. is ruling us that it's like a heart. Oh, we were going to bring. It's like like like, the kernel of pop. It's like the kernel of popcorn. Yeah. There's a little bit of steam, actually a little bit of moisture, inside a kernel of a popcorn. And when it gets heated up, it turns out to be a beautiful thing. But before then, if you try to eat it, it's just, it, it just don't taste very yeah. good. So, and that's the Holy Spirit inside of us. Right. He wants out. He's in us for us, but he's on us for the people that he brings to us. Right. So we want... To have him out, out of our mouths, out of coming out of our hands and, and all of the situations that he brings to us. We're probably, talking about us, we're probably missing things because we're too full of other stuff. Right. And this has been a kind of a slippery slope that you can get started on mm-hmm. where we feel like we just do. We're confessing. We feel like we've lost our edge. And, and I just kept seeking God and saying, what? I don't feel like I used to, and not, and I the feeling is important. Right. I don't feel like I used to. I'm not hearing you as clearly as I used to. I don't feel that flow, like that dancing that we used to do, and I want that back. And I seriously couldn't figure out what we were missing. And then we figured it out, and it's the fasting component that we got away from, right. where. <clears throat> You know, Matthew 6.33 says, seek first the kingdom of God. And in Genesis, in the beginning. So God's about firsts and beginnings. And that New Year's Day that we started a week-long fast, that wasn't our last fast, but it was the first. And we honored God with our first. First of the year. First of the year. Um, And then we started doing, you know, whether it was a day or a weekend or three days or seven days, and then we got up to where we were doing 21 days. Um, It just became, like, you can just, I don't know how to explain it unless you've experienced it. And you guys, you do. You want to experience this. It is, it's amazing. amazing. It's amazing. If you will go there and do this, you will not want to stop. I don't know how we, in the busyness, 
in the busyness of happened. life, we, we let things slide. And we've had that, like, that <clears throat> nudge every now and then. And, you know, once, you've, once you're out of that, you're like, oh, man, fasting. Now we got this coming up, and we're supposed to go here, and we're going to be going on vacation, and that just wouldn't be convenient. You can come up with lots of excuses. I know we do. Or have. Um, Some of the reasons, too, that you may want to fast is um, we know that unforgiveness, bitterness, that can really take root in our hearts. Mm -hmm. And it can be something. I I know a, a couple that we were, you know, talking with. This has been years ago. And they just kept saying, we can't forgive each other. We want to, because they just they had really had some rough times. We want to, but I just can't let it go. And you know, they went on a three-day water fast together. Mm-hmm. And they were able to uproot that, those images that they were seeing of each other. You know, one had had an affair. And so it, it, was, it was a rough time. And you know what? There may be some of you sitting here... I felt like God gave me this word, but I'm hoping it's not anybody here. It might be somebody that you know. But you're either in an affair or you're thinking about it. The fasting will break that off, I'm telling you. That's right. You stay married, you stay with your spouse. You can think the grass is greener on the other side. It's not. It just seems like it is. It isn't. It's it was a just lie. a drain field to the septic system. Making the grass look greener. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I don't know. But there's, there's a lot of other reasons that you can choose to fast. Um. One of the, um, well, there's like, we got many reasons listed here, but we highlighted a couple of them. Um, the heightened sensitivity to, um, to the desires of God um, will bring that, like I said, your, it seems like your senses are so more, um, I don't know, it's like you're like in tune or like, they, like you're just brand new again. That's what it seems like. And I've had that happen for me. And I know Linda has too, and it's it's just amazing. I mean, it's just such a special time. Um, and I know I'm not saying it's easy, but once you get to doing it, and you're doing it for a while, and like at least after eight or ten days, um, there's just something about it that that you get that you can hear the Holy Spirit a whole lot easier. You're just not full of so much noise and clutter and clangor that's in your life, that's in our lives, and. Um, it helps. It just helps you really hear better from God in every aspect of your life. Um, it helps you listen better to your wife, which that's probably one of the biggest things. That's good. Um, that was a good one. <laughs> and we fasted also for protection um, for our family. Of course, we always pray protection over our family. Um, um, you know, um, we knew, for those of you that don't know us, we lived in, before we moved here, we lived in Florida for 10 years. And God had told us that we were moving back to Delaware, but he didn't say when. And, you know, we were trying to figure that out, and 
if we had gone when he just said, you're moving back to Delaware, and just assumed that that's what he meant, we wouldn't have our two youngest children that that we adopted. Um, It wasn't meant. He was just preparing us for after Jaden and Alex came to be with us, that then, now your family's complete, now it's time to move. See, he already knew all that. But if we had jumped the gun just because we heard that he said we were moving, we would have missed out on a pretty big piece. And so fasting for direction and clarity mm-hmm. is, is a very good, very good idea. Right. Um, <clears throat> um. Another another reason that we fasted for also is business business and finances. Um, I've often said that um, that when God is control of your business, that you put Him first. It should be God, family, business um, is the way it should work. And when you do that, and when you honor Him, it it just seems like. Everything, I mean, things that you don't even see that, that he brings to you that is just amazing, stuff that you wouldn't even imagine that he can do because he has so many ideas that it's just really almost unbelievable. And then the finance part, yeah. um, I remember when I was in Florida and I worked in every job that I started, before I started it, I would stand, I would stand at the front door and I would pray a blessing over that house. Mm-hmm. And I would pray for the people um, that I was working for. I already had the job. So um, it's just amazing how all that worked out. Because sometimes in construction, um, people can get mixed up or hear different things. And you can um, it, it could go wrong like really quick and cost like quite a bit of money. But every job I went over, I, I mean, I... I I took on, I prayed over um, before I even put the key in the door. And that was something that I started down in Florida. And I, I hadn't really continued it up here because I'm I'm kind of like working. Kind of slipped away. Yeah, kind of slipped whole... away from it. But um, it is important that we do pray for our business and our finances because that's yeah. an, um, a spiritual blessing over our family also. And, you know, you can be, <clears throat> you might be sitting here saying, you know, everything's going really good. I got a great marriage. Our finances are good. Health's good. Kids are doing great. That's awesome. We've been there, too. But you don't know what's coming. You just don't. But if you're fasting, you're entering into a relation, a, a deeper part of a relationship with him that I just think you need. It's a necessary part that I believe we're missing mm-hmm. in the body is fasting together corporately. Mm-hmm. Um, Jensen Franklin mm-hmm. is the pastor of Free Chapel in Georgia, and every year, I don't know how many years they've been doing it, but they start the new year with a corporate fast. They fast together. And, you know, if you're fasting corporately, and, and you're praying for the leadership of the church where God has brought you, guess what? Here's what we found. If you're fasting for your church and your leadership, you're going to be, you're going to understand the direction mm-hmm. that God is taking your pastor and the leadership team. Because everybody will be hearing the same thing. Because we should all be hearing the same thing. Maybe not like with parenting. Rusty and I, we know the goals that we have for our children, but we do them differently. He's a dad. He's wired differently. 
you know, I'm the mom, so I'm more of the protective. He's, you know, they're up in a tree, 30 feet up, no big deal. And I'm like, that's not a good place for our children to be. The goal is to keep them safe. He, he just sees it differently than I do, that's all. Um, so the same thing for, you know, our church. This is our church family. You know, when we lived in Florida, we had no family. The church was our family. That's the only family we had. And so to be on the same page for where, our, where God wants to take our church, you know, pouring new wine, he wants new wineskins. Man, when we're all flowing together and supporting leadership, that's a great thing. Because to, well, that's a whole nother, never mind. I think just so much. Sometimes we get so distracted fighting or fearful of maybe where our church is going. But if you're fat, if we're all fasting together, then we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. We can encourage each other. That's what that's what we have found. Mm-hmm. Um, so the how of fasting, we'll just cover this really quick. Is obviously you want to prepare first. Right. Physically. From the beginning and yeah. when you quit. Right. So, you want stop. to start well and end well. It's good to set a date. And also yeah. you should take a, like a piece of paper and fold it in half. And on the right. on the left-hand side or right-hand side, either one. Or you can do it in your journal. Yeah. But um, you, you want to know why you are fasting. Because, you know, when it starts getting hard, hmm. and it will, your why has to be really, really important to you. You know, if you have, um, I don't know, if your marriage is falling apart, that's a really good why to fast. You know, we're not going to go into our story, but our marriage was restored. Our finances were restored. Mm -hmm. So much was done that seemed like a hopeless case. Okay? So, um, whatever your why is, have... Have the promise that God has put in in his word that covers that, whether it's your marriage or your family, your finances, your health. How many promises? There's over 7,000 promises in the Bible, so you should be able to find one. Is there over 7,000? Is it that many? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's over 7,000 promises that God promised to us in the Bible. Okay, I believe you. Um, That seems like a lot. (laughs) There is. If you're wanting to hunger for God more, if you've never hungered for God, or if you used to hunger for him and the hunger's just not there like it used to be, uh, he keeps bringing back to me uh, Psalm 42. As the deer pants and longs for the water brooks, so I pant and long for you, God. I was in the bookstore last night with one of my nieces, and we opened up a, it was like a, it was a book of Psalms coloring book, and we opened it up, and there's Psalms 42. I was like, okay, I got it. Um, you, you have to have a why, and you want to have your promises that back up that why, so that that's what you're fasting and praying and meditating on. And then you're journaling on the blanks. See, on the other side of the paper, you're actually journaling what you're hearing. Because God's going to be talking to you. He's going to give you, he's going to give you such hope. He's going to give you direction. He's going to give you ideas. There's a lot that goes on when a fast happens. Everything slows down. Mm-hmm. Almost, like if you're on a long fast, it's painfully slow. <laughs> it's like we're not even to the halfway mark yet. It feels like it's been forever. Tips for beginners. Start slow. 
Because if, you, if you've never fasted or you've maybe just only done like a, a, a one like a one meal fast, don't jump into a 21-day fast. Mm. Not a good idea. Probably not. I mean, I don't know, but unless God's telling you to, mm-hmm. um, it's probably better to start off slow and feel that success that comes when you finish it. And you know what? There's been fasts that I've, I've caved and you feel horrible because, you know, you believe that lie that you're going to die if you don't eat that burger right now. And it, it, you will feel horrible physically, emotionally, and spiritually. But there's a big reward. Yeah, so just get back on the horse and go at it again. Don't let that be, don't let that define you. Just jump back on it. Um, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is starting slow. Yeah. Um, your Bible should be with you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. During your fast, you want to have the Word of God with you, you know, wherever you're going and whatever you're doing. I love, I see Brian. Um, I know that Brian and Rob stop during the day. Is that right? That's what Rusty was telling me. Mm-hmm. You guys stop during the day and you pray. They pray together. They pray together during their work day. That's awesome. Yep. God blesses that. Yeah. Um, turn off the TV, turn off your phone. That's hard. <laughs> we might miss something on Facebook. <laughs> God knows what you're giving up. Um, I remember, was it, it was, I think a couple of years ago, Wendy Davis said, I'm giving up Facebook for a month. And I was like, oh, for a month? You know, that was harder to me. That was harder to wrap my mind around than food. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, turning off the electronics, turning off the TV, and getting alone with God. The payoff is amazing. In Matthew 6, he talks about what you do in secret, he will reward you openly. Yes, Bunny? You fasted television. That's good. And you know, your kids can be involved. Mm-hmm. I know when um, when we first started fasting, Cody was young, so he fasted um, sodas. He fasted uh, some game system that he had back then. I don't remember what it was. Um, so you know, your kids can get involved too. Because it teaches them. It teaches them also. Yeah. To be able to give up something for God that they really want or really like to have. <clears throat> That's pretty much all that. I need to borrow this. Okay. So um, there's this thing in the body of Christ where we view Christian education as entertainment. Did y'all catch that? There's this thing in the body of Christ where we gather around the Bible as our sort of form as en- of entertainment. Yeah. Right? So we want to hear a good sermon. Hmm, nod our head. We want to have a good Bible study, a good Sunday school sermon. Hmm, we nod our head. Um, and what we're talking about is 
doing. What we're talking about is, is not education as entertainment. Wow, that was really neat truth. What we're talking about is doing the words of Jesus until doing them reforms our affections and our hearts. So, for example, in our household, screens are a big issue, right? So we notice that the more where your treasure is, there your heart is. So the more time the kids play video games, phone games, iPad games, and the like, the bigger it grows in their heart until it becomes sort of their functional God. And, and the only way to break that, when mom and I, when Carrie and I get super frustrated with their obsessive, you know, when you realize that that's, you know, you can charge them $5 for something or you could spank them or whatever. Uh, and you realize the only thing that's communicating anymore is if you threaten to take screens away. Then we're like, oh, their treasure has now taken their heart to this place. And the way we deal with the reordering of their affections is we, we, they don't even know that we're doing this, but we, we fast them from screens to reorder their affections. Guys, this is what we're talking about as adults who serve Jesus. We're doing the same thing for ourselves. All right, all right. We're over time. You go ahead and stand. Let's have a, a benediction. And questions that you have about fasting, ask me, ask Rusty and Linda. Um, let me encourage you if there are sort of, you know, if you go skiing, there's like green circles, blue uh, squares, and black diamonds, right? Your green circle would be a day-long fast, Right? Your intermediate might be a three-day fast, and your expert might be a 21-day fast. Your green circle might be no screens for the day that we have prayer meetings here at Gateway. We have the first and third Wednesday of the month is prayer meeting. What if you didn't have any screens that day? Just saying. That, that might reorder some of the stuff that goes on in your heart that you don't need. When you wake up and the first thing that you do is, is not Jesus, and you go to bed and the last thing you do is not Jesus, it affects you. That's enough. I'm preaching. I didn't mean to. Let's pray. God, bless this congregation. Bless this precious, dearly loved people. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit, that you're for us. Thank you so much, God, that you're inviting us deeper with you. And I ask that during this holiday season you would cultivate in our hearts a vision for 2017. That you would cultivate in our hearts, God, not a vision of what other people can do differently around us, but God, a vision for what you're calling us to be and believe. Train us, God. Shape us. Sharpen us. Hone us. Form us in private, God. We put ourselves on the potter's wheel, God. We yield to you. We want to know you, God. We want to know you, Father. Break pride in Jesus' name. Break self-sufficiency in Jesus' name. Break arrogance in Jesus' name. Yep. Amen. Love you guys. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Oh, we have church next week, in case anyone wondered. Some of you thought we were going to cancel. We ain't.